This Wellness Couch podcast brought to you by our brand new Facebook group called The Wellness Couch Tribe. Come join us and chat about any episode at any time. Keep up to date with all our events and connect with a like-minded group of wellness enthusiasts just like you. To join The Wellness Couch Tribe, simply search for The Wellness Couch Tribe on Facebook. Welcome to The Wellness Guys Show with wellness experts, Dr. Damien Christoph and Dr. Brett Hill. This episode of The Wellness Guys is brought to you by the all-new Sprouted Forage Cereal Breakfast Range. Did you know that when you sprout your nuts and your seeds, you can access more of the nutrition? Well, now you do. To find out more, visit www.foragecereal.com. Righto. I don't know if you're there, but hey guys, here I am. You can actually see the reflection of my uh, hotel room. I'm in Perth at the moment. Uh, we'll get Brett here in a moment and, um, and we'll kick this little thing off, hey? Let's, uh, let's see how we go. Nice to see you there, Wags. Um, Cecilia, haven't seen you for a little while, Wags. I think I actually called you a little while ago. I forgot to give you a call back. Anyway, we'll get you back on. Um, a whole bunch of people turning up, which is really lovely. Thank you, everybody, for you know, why I can't get bread on. Here we go, bread out. Brett, you need to be on your phone, mate. You'll, uh, you can't do it from the computer, it's got to be from your phone. I thought you'd work that one out by now. Anyway, everybody, um, it's a big day. It's uh, the end of an era. Uh, we are 388 episodes recorded, down and done. Um, we have um, been doing this for seven, nearly eight years now, and the Wellness Guys has come to an end. This is it. This is the last episode that will ever be recorded uh, for the Wellness Guys. Um, I did tag Lawrence Tam in this particular um, clip, and so maybe we might get Lawrence Tam on as well. We'll see how we go. Uh, I'm going to see if Brett's jumped on to his phone rather than from his, um, his computer. We'll see how we go. Uh, hi, everybody. It's so great. I'll just I'll run through who's actually online because it's always good to give a little shout-out. So Wendy Stewart, uh, first cab off the rank. Well done. Um, great to see you there, Cecilia and Tim. Uh, Timbo, we've been talking a lot about you today. Carl's been mentioning many things. Um, Brett Hill, here we go. Brett wants to be in my video, so I'll let him get in. Approve. Um, Stefan, great to see you there, mate. I hope you're well. Um, and I can see that you guys are still doing wonderful things in the triathlon um, world. And here's Brett O. Hey, mate. How are you? How are you, mate? Good, mate. I'll try and figure this out. I'll try and get it so it's... There we go. How's that? Yeah, wonderful. I've got um nice. No, it's just for Wendy because I know she'll be here. <laughs> she is there. She is there. Wendy's there. I said hi to her. A uh, whole bunch <laughs> of people. Guffour. I haven't seen Guffour for many years. I used to work with Guffour at Maya when I was in dispatch. Debbie Bunyard's here, which is great. Duncan Stewart. Good Dunk. Uh, hi and uh, Estelle's Zoy- Estelle's Morn is there. Yeah, Estelle is in um, the UK. That's fantastic. Emily's in New Zealand. Uh, so great to see you there, Janet Hussey. Uh, absolutely fantastic wedding celebrate, Janet Hussey. Um, probably much like Kim Morrison, our bestie, Kim. 
Uh, Wendy's opened up by saying thank you for all you've given us on the show for all you continue to do. Love you heaps. Uh, Nikki Dentist used to live next door to Nikki in um, New Zealand. Great to see you there. And uh, Estelle says thanks as well. Di Coleman's there. Wendy says hi, Bredo. Emma Strong. Great to see you there, Em. Hope Ollie's going well. Um, and uh, Wendy said she loves Port Adelaide. I think that's amazing. Um, really appreciate <laughs> you showing your light. So, um, Michelle Miller's also here. So, we're going to get a lot of people watching this tonight. We'll try not to be too distracted by that. But, um, Brett, uh, it's been an amazing eight years, isn't it? It's been um, quite incredible. It has been an amazing eight years, and uh, I'm not going to get distracted by these people because I can't see the comments, so you have to let me know what's coming through, Taylor. Um, you got swipe from the side. you got swipe from the side. Now I'm going to ruin something trying to swipe from the side. Oh, there they are. Okay, I gotcha. I see them. All right. I'm probably just like to stick my hand in front of the camera so that I can swipe from the side. Anyway, it's going to be great. That'll come across really well on a podcast when everyone listens to this later on. <laughs> bit of visual humour. It's always a good idea on a podcast. So, but no, mate, it has been an amazing eight years. It's amazing to think that it's been eight years. Um, so, yeah. a lot's happened in that time, Damo, and uh, we've had done some cool stuff. We've had some great interviews. We've done lots of live events. We've met lots of people. It's been, uh, actually, just seeing a few of those comments come through today, just from announcing that we're doing this tonight, it's uh, it's lovely to see. I mean, you just, you know, it's a bit heartwarming reading some of those stories. It does make you feel a little bit sad about stopping. But it is heartwarming to see some of those stories and to share people's journeys and to, to think that we've been a part of that. I mean, just talking about Wendy, she's one we always talk about because she's done an amazing job and had an amazing transformation. And, you know, to think that we played some small part in those sort of transformations uh, for a whole bunch of people is, is really cool. You know, even just today, talking, uh, I was talking to a chiropractor and I was just talking about, you know, how many people have... Uh, gone to see a chiropractor as a result of listening to our show which is fantastic and also how many people have actually started a career in health or wellness whether that's chiropractic whether it's naturopathy whether it's wellness coaching all sorts of different stuff that people have got into uh, you know different businesses making bone broths you know all sorts of stuff that people have started doing from listening to the wellness guys it, it's pretty cool to think yeah it is it's profound um i'm in perth, perth at the moment and uh i did a, a power of food talk last night and I was reflecting on the power of food because I've been doing the power of food now since 2004. So it's quite a long time to be doing a particular uh, presentation. But uh, there was numerous people that came up to me last night um, and and just thanked us for everything that we've been doing. And so it's been uh, really a, a wonderful experience. But it was, it was uh, I suppose, the comments of a few people that uh, really made it difficult to finish up. And, and just in no small part some of the contributions people have made um, along the way. So Melissa Parente, uh, who's been, uh, who was, you know, so important to us in the early days. She got us in front of um, the Fringe Festival in, uh, in <laughs> South Australia. And I still share the story of us uh, having... It's Fringe time now, Damo. It's Fringe time right now. It's happening. We could be doing it again. <laughs> It's amazing. Do you remember we went to the Friends and we had the bag of chips and we had the apples and we demonstrated to people um, what would happen if you had chips or apples, the apples would tell you to stop talking, would tell you to stop eating because they speak to you and chips don't, you know, dumb food, dumb decisions. And um, and, and that's, you know, where that kind of thing came from. Then I, I suppose we also did the poo demonstration, which we repeated at the uh, Wellness Summit a couple of years ago. But <laughs> much of our content was born in the first few weeks and it was keeping recycling, you know, over the <laughs> Yeah, same, same jokes. All of 
Go into episode yeah, one. We're jokes. still telling the same jokes. It's fantastic. Same ones, same ones. But uh, I think it's a really exciting thing that uh, what we did create was uh, was a lot of opportunity for people to share the message, and uh, the wellness catch was born from that. So it's uh, it's really you know quite a big deal. It's a really big deal. So where do you think we've come to in wellness uh, in the last eight years from where we began, Bruno? Obviously, um, paleo was emerging back eight years ago, and I had some ideas on it. You had some ideas on it. Um, um, CrossFit was beginning back then, and you, me, and LT were all very concerned about it. And, uh, <laughs> and these things have, you know, kind of come into play. Uh, so whereabouts do you think we are now? Well, it's interesting, isn't it? Because wellness has become somewhat mainstream in that time. You know, I think when we started talking about wellness, it was not as mainstream. It was seen as a bit alternative. Certainly, uh, the dietitians who came along to our fringe show thought we were a little bit alternative. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> but it has changed since then. You know, it seems like everyone now is wants to talk about wellness. Uh, and many of those people who want to talk about wellness don't seem to be talking about wellness at all, but they just kind of want to use that phrase or that oh, term. So true, and yeah. so, um, you know, in some ways it's great that this kind of concept of wellness has become mainstream, but in some ways you kind of look at it and think it's almost a little bit sad that sometimes, and inevitably it happens, it's, it's in some aspects it's lost its way a little bit, you know, We've done episodes talking about the, uh, you know, the, the tofu uh, turkey that you could have for Thanksgiving dinner, and we've done, <laughs> yeah. you know, we've done episodes talking about various different companies and products that want to, you know, kind of wellness wash their products and their brands to say that they're healthy and they're wellness and they're all these sort of things. And so, yeah. you know, in some ways it's been great, um, and in other ways it's been uh, hijacked a little bit. I reckon. What do you yeah. think, Damo? Yeah. Well, what's been great about it has been there's a significant awareness um, of what wellness actually truly is. So, you know, there's, we've seen ebbs and flows and tides come and go of what, you know, what are the fashionable things, the trendy things of wellness. Uh, we've seen diets come and go. Obviously, we saw, I suppose, coming out of, um, I suppose, a pretty balanced lifestyle approach, which is protein, fat, carbohydrates, just at a moderate level. Um, in the probably the first year of the wellness guys and then moving very rapidly into this understanding of a grain-free kind of lifestyle which is then kind of adapted into a you know a more tolerant uh, gluten-free uh, grain lifestyle that's kind of changed we've seen that now we've gone into a keto thing and vegans making it rise again so what i'd love to see in wellness i suppose is less significant swings like i'd love to see the wellness kind of finds a nice little you know sweet spot and people kind of go oh that's you know what this is all about just staying well as opposed to trying and finding you know massive hacks or ways in which um, they can you know influence their metabolism to achieve a result like really to me wellness is about living an un unbelievable life for a long time you know that's that's kind of what wellness is for me and so when I you know explore what long so you think like daily daily yeah. celery juice demo you think that's the way to go uh, only celery juice. Don't worry about the beetroot, the, arrow, the apple, or the carrot. Uh, all of that's redundant. It's all about the celery now. Um, celery it's juice. A, oh, I don't know if I'd rather eat my urine or celery. I don't know, but it's. <laughs> I mean, come on. I put. It's kind of. I put a little bit into the kids' smoothie the other day. A little bit of celery juice, and because uh, we just had some celery there, I thought I'm going to chuck that into the smoothie. That'll be fine. They weren't impressed. Yeah, <laughs> they really were. Dad. Hashtag best dad ever. Uh, so I think, um, you know, we've seen those, those things come and go. Uh, from an exercise perspective, I think uh, I will always see that uh, 
that the trends in that. So whether it be you know cardio intensive or high intensity, or in, in the case of CrossFit, I think it's kind of even itself out. People worked out who can do CrossFit easily, who really struggles with CrossFit, and who wants to be in the CrossFit games, and who just wants to do CrossFit to stay well. Um, and, and I think that's really good because it's kind of it's been through its crazy phase and it's an unsettling phase. I really like that. I think the other thing that we've seen is that this is rapid um, and uh, almost like a holistic embracing of the concept of yoga and movement, uh, which I really like. I think that's a really great thing. Um, and I, I like that from a mindfulness perspective, there's been a balancing out of that too, not that there's an urgency around it like there used to be. It's kind of like, oh, you've got to be mindful. Oh, you've got to be meditating. Oh, you've got to be... And I think that's where wellness um, in the infancy of the establishment of the wellness industry was also intense. It was like, you've got to be this way, you've got to do this. If you're not doing that, then you're doing it wrong. And I think tolerance in wellness is uh, starting to come through, which I think is really, really good. And it is great. It's nice to see that um, wellness is kind of balancing itself out, which I like. Hopefully, it continues to do that. Yeah, it won't, though. It'll keep going. I mean, I, I think every movement, everything that starts, it, it always starts off a bit evangelical. You know, every new diet that comes out, every new exercise craze that comes yeah. out, you know, every new product that comes out, either because people are doing it and they're just excited. I mean, like I said, celery juice. Yeah, people are doing it. They're excited about it. They're like, this is the best. Everyone needs to do it. It's amazing. And, uh, and so every new thing that just has this evangelical phase and then it kind of settles in from there. And, and I don't see that changing. I think that's just going to keep going, Damo. And I, and I think there is, there's always going to be that sort of swing and backlash, swing and backlash. With, with all of the different types of eating because we just we've seen it so many times over and over again. I don't think there's any reason to think that it's not going to continue to happen. I, I just feel like there's always going to be a new thing. You know, whether, like I said, whether that's just a community who gets into, you know, CrossFit as a previous example, whatever the new CrossFit is, whether it's just because there's a community who gets into this new way of exercising and is so excited about it and just wants to share it with the world or, or whether it's because there's a, you know, a new product that comes out and a financial motivation to say, hey, this is what everyone needs now. This is the way we need to do things now. I, I just think there's always going to be those sort of a little bit extreme things. And, and but, but, you know, it's a bit like nature. You know, there's, there's floods and then there's droughts, but there's always that kind of homeostasis where it keeps sort of swinging back towards the middle. And I don't think, I don't see it changing. I think it's just going to keep happening. But hopefully as people become more informed and, and are able to, I guess, source their information from more sources and maybe possibly try and find some less biased sources for their information that away from, I guess, the mainstream, which can be heavily influenced by the dollar at the end of the day, that, that maybe there's an opportunity there for people to start to see through some of these fads a little bit more and hopefully a little bit more quickly. Uh, but I'm well, not confident right. that that's going to happen. Yeah, I know. So I suppose I'd love to see that there's less fluctuation and there is some level of uh, stability. So I, I think that's what I'd really like to see. Um, but the other thing that I'd like to, I suppose, encourage people to do is to be less uh, influenced by influencers, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, because the influencer is kind of stuffed, you know. Like I just think that the influencer has really stuffed wellness um, because it's been about flogging products or flogging a brand or whatever else. And, and the challenge with that is is that it's been difficult then for people to kind of get the truth. So then where do, where do people turn to? Obviously, they'll be able to get This Week in Wellness uh, little snippets from you, which would be great. Um, 
but we'll probably also, you know, obviously people should also go to the wellness couch um, and, and still get information from there. But I think there needs to be discussion about out. it. 100 Not Out, absolutely. Don't forget 100 Not Out. That's where I'll be from now on. Go to 100notout.com. But um, subscribe to us on iTunes. Give us five-star ratings. That's what Marcus Pearson wants us to do. Um, <laughs> but I... Um, I, what I would love, what I would love people to do is to be a little bit um, more critical of the info, maybe a little bit more cautious of it. Don't jump in um, all guns blazing and go, oh, yes, this is the panacea. The other day I was approached by somebody because there was some published research in PubMed and someone was trying to flog me a multi marketing product because they've used it for two weeks and they felt great. I might have got that, have got that same approach. I think Lawrence did too. But the thing is that, um, you know, I, it's not necessary anymore. Like, it's not necessary. Like, we're all smart enough. People are smart enough. We need to give uh, people the opportunity to be a little bit more discerning. So, um, you know, just, just I suppose, think about um, where you get your information from and ask a few extra questions. It doesn't, it doesn't have to be so sceptical uh, that you don't take on things or don't take on challenges or you don't change things or... Or even look at it. Like if you're that sceptical, maybe wellness is not for you. But um, but you know, just just look at it through a bit of a filter for means. Yeah, and, and I think you know what you talk about there is really just the real black and white thinking. I think that seems to exist now, um, particularly online. It, it seems like online people are just so black and white that you're either you know you're either an angel or a devil. Like you're either right or you're wrong, and there's absolutely no in between. And people seem yeah. to have just lost the ability for there to be. Um, you know, just great conversations and mutual understanding. Like I always think back to the interview we did with Rich Roll, um, and we just had this great interview and this great chat, and we have totally different philosophies around food, but it was totally okay to say, hey, you know, both of these philosophies can coexist. One of them doesn't 100%. have to be right. One of them doesn't have to be wrong. We're saying, this That's is what works right. for me. This is what works for Rich. Isn't that awesome that there's a couple of different choices you've got now, and you yes. can figure out which one works for you. But, but we kind of get stuck in this idea that it's so black and white and, and it leads to so much vitriol that goes on online and this anger and this, you know, comments and hate that's just not healthy for anyone. I mean, talk about wellness. It's, it's not helping anyone with their wellness journey having that much angst inside of them because they're so stuck on whether they're right or wrong. Um, I just think, you know, we've got to really think about that. And the other one that came up for me as you were saying that, Damo, was just people getting so sucked in by clickbait you know like our whole news media now is so focused on clickbait you know just headlines that are just designed to grab people's attention absolutely sensationalize things put things in a bad light put things in a good light often they'll put the same thing in a bad light one day in a good light the next day just to get yeah. you to click and to read the article and and yeah. we're just falling for it we're reading the headline we're not actually reading the rest of the article or or verifying any of the information that goes into the article and we're, so we're now launching off on facebook or whatever with these opinions based on yeah. very little information and it's exactly what the media want us to do they want to be able to just put out these sensationalist headlines and get hits and get clicks and get your filing through looking at their ads all that sort of stuff but it's it's not a great way to decipher information. It's not a great way to educate yourself and to make great decisions for yourself and for your family is just looking at the headline. You've got to really look behind it because it's it's really prevalent now that, that all of the media is just going for 
those sensationalist headlines, you know, the quality, I think, of journalism has gone down pretty significantly in the last 10 years. From, you know, from trying to take a balanced approach, from trying to get someone from each side of the story to give a balanced view, it, it just doesn't seem to happen anymore. And so I think people just need to be mindful of that and they just need to put in that little bit more effort to look for both sides of the story uh, because otherwise we're just you know, getting pulled and tugged one way and the other by the media, which I don't think is a good thing. Yeah, no, I agree with you there, mate. Absolutely. We see that definitely. I mean, not only in the print media do we see it, but we see it in the, in the television media as well. Um, and without mentioning names, Waleed Ali, Carrie Bickmore, um, you know, when they get onto their you know, television show, which I used to think was a really great show, and they show a significantly polarising uh, opinion uh, and quite blatantly uh, you know, oppose um, you know, one side of the story. Uh, it, it doesn't, you know, it doesn't help good quality journalism. It just basically, you know, adds fuel to the fire and to the anxiety and the stress the community is already feeling. So, it'd be nice for people to um, to be a bit more tolerant of other people's opinions. And I'd love to see that. Maybe that might be a legacy that we get a chance to leave. Is the request for uh, more tolerance of people's opinions? I think that'd be really great thing to have happening. I think that'd be pretty good. Yeah, that would be a great thing, I think. Just just tolerance in general, I think. You know, I think if we're talking about having a big impact on your health and wellness, I feel like if everyone was a little bit more tolerant, if everyone was a little bit more willing to accept other opinions and to accept that there doesn't have to be a right and a wrong, I think yeah. people would be a lot less stressed. Well, I, think, I think they'd actually <laughs> have a lot less stress existing within their body uh, because they're not constantly feeling like they're having to fight some sort of battle, you know. Well, um, we're stuck if in we're this place Sorry, mate. We're stuck in this place in Australia where we need, we feel the need to judge, and uh, and so where there's judgment, there's a lack of compassion. It's very difficult to have judgment and compassion at the same time. So when you're uh, judging uh, somebody, then you're trying to work out whether or not they're right or wrong, whether they've done a good thing or a bad thing, and whether or not somebody's done something that's uh, different to what you would have done, or would say things differently to the way in which you would have said it, or has behaved some, you know, in a way that's different to the way in which you would have behaved. Um, a compassionate approach would be one that kind of goes, okay, well, you know, maybe I might have done that differently, but they're entitled to that. Whereas a judgmental approach, which is what we have um, here in Australia, which kind of outlaws behaviours or outlaws or legislates um, kind of parameters around the way in which we might believe, uh, you know, or, or act. And Debbie Bunyard says it beautifully, they swipe left or swipe right. It's very black and white, yes or no. Um, it, the absence of compassion implies that there is judgment and the presence of judgment um, negates the ability to have compassion and, uh, and I think that, that that takes away human experience and it means that uh, we miss out on the colours. It's kind of like going to a concert and only hearing the drums or only hearing the guitar, not actually listening to all of the music and so you're missing out on the beautiful sounds that you could actually get you know, for a whole orchestra. If you just heard the violin, it might not sound as good as if Yeah, it'd be like going to a football game and only cheering when Richmond kick a goal. It's just well, that's pretty much crazy. what happens anyway. Right? <laughs> <laughs> that's going to happen. That's going to happen this Saturday at the, at the JLT in Tasmania. Hawthorne's going down a good time. But, uh, so, uh, <laughs> but you're uh, right, Dave. It, it does come back to having, I think, an element of curiosity. You know, it's about saying rather than being so quick to jump. You know, if someone said, if someone snaps back at you. Rather than making it about yourself and being so quick yeah. to jump at it, it's just kind of, you know, I think Kim said at the, at the breakthrough, uh, you should say, you know, you say, that, that's interesting. 
you know, and just having an element of curiosity to say, hey, that's really interesting. You've had that reaction to whatever it was I said. You know, tell me more about it. Like, what's happened in your world that's got you to the position where you want to jump on Facebook and slam me for that particular opinion? You know, like, that's really interesting. What's going on in your life? Like, what's going on in your world that's kind of made you want to have that? And it does naturally, I think, that curiosity leads into that empathy that you're talking about is, is sort of understanding that. Everyone's on their own journey. Everyone's got their own experience. And, and often we don't really have any idea. Like we have a tendency to think that because we've seen someone's Facebook account or we've seen their Instagram account that we know what's going on in their lives. And so then we seem to think we have a capacity to judge and to decide you know, whether what they're doing is right or wrong. But I think that element of curiosity and that element of empathy and, and understanding that other people have their own story and their own journey and their own history and their own reason for doing things that's actually totally different to ours, hence their totally different perspective, um, I think is a really important thing to sort of maintain as we go forward in this health and wellness journey. And, you know, and a big part of that is, I think, being, able to, being allowed to maintain our differences. You know, it, it seems like in our modern world, we want to now just regulate everything. Like everything has to be a law. You know, if I have a particular opinion on something, then that should be made into a law that everyone should have that particular opinion on something, whether that's natural therapies, whether that's diet, whether that's you know sugar, whether it's alcohol, whatever it is. We, we just want to outlaw things that we don't agree with rather than kind of having a mature conversation about it um, and being able to give everyone their, their chance and their perspective and their personal choice of how they want to go about doing things. I think that's what we, where we need to be looking and I think we need to be talking to our politicians and saying, look, we, we actually want choice. We want some freedom of choice in our healthcare. We want some freedom of choice in terms of what we're eating. We want some freedom of choice in terms of where we're shopping. Um, you know, we, we want to actually maintain this freedom to choose what we want um, and not have sort of the nanny state come in and, and just regulate everything and tell us what we should be thinking and, and tell us that they think they know better than us what's good for us. Because I think if history tells us anything, that's probably not true. In a democracy, it's quite incredible. Hey, uh, Bretto, uh, we're probably coming to the end of our, our last episode. We could go on for hours, uh, maybe days or even months, just you and I talking on Facebook Live and sharing with everybody. Uh, but I think it's testament uh, to the brand that we've all created, yourself, me and Lawrence, um, the creation of the Wellness Guys. And um, I don't want to take away anything from what Lawrence created. Uh, it was amazing he was on it. I don't want to take away or discount anything that you and I have continued to do uh, with the wellness guys and I wish you all of the best um, with this week in wellness. Um, I hope you're, you know, it, it brings you unbelievable success and and, uh, and it continues to, you know, drive you and motivate you and, and that everyone who's watching this today, you know, listens to it, listens to the little snippets. Originally, this is a little known secret, originally, um, <laughs> The wellness guys, my intention was that I wanted to uh, have uh, little snippets, maybe a five-minute uh, clip on what's happening in wellness. And uh, both Brett and Lawrence said that, no, it's not going to work. <laughs> it's got to be longer. And, uh, and now Bretto's gone with, the, um, he's gone with the, the version that was originally suggested. But I think it's easier to do that version with one person, not three people. So, um, <laughs> yeah, Bretto, I, I do wish you well, and I thank you for everything you've been through. Uh, be my rock, my support, uh, you know, through so much of what's been going on. Thank you for all of your support in the promotion of Forage and everything that you did for me, uh, you know, while Forage was going through some uh, tough times and, uh, and through its, you know, early stages infancy. 
and so thank you very much for all of that. It's been absolutely, uh, it's been great. So thank you, Bella. Oh, thank you, Damo. And it, it has been an amazing eight years. And I think, you know, I think the legacy that we hope to leave with the Wellness Guys really is all of those people who've listened to the Wellness Guys and, and the ripple effect that they create. You know, all these people who are on here commenting, I know each of each one of them makes a ripple in their own communities. Um, and, you know, now with the Wellness Guys ending, you know, I'd like to think that that ripple effect is going to continue. And, and it'd be wonderful to see in 5, 10, 20 50 years time that, that maybe there is some sort of ripple effect still going where you know the wellness guys has had an impact on someone very early in their career who goes on to do some really cool things you know so i, I like to think that there is some degree of legacy here with the wellness guys i, I want to say what yes thank you to you damo for you know I, I don't think we would ever have had the popularity we've had on the wellness guys without you damo you've always been the rock star on the show uh, everyone has always loved you sharing your incredible wisdom and your knowledge, particularly in nutrition, but also in, in all of the other areas that you've shared as well. Um, and it's been an absolute pleasure doing this uh, with you for seven or eight years. Um, I do want to say, actually, I do want to say, Damo, that just for everyone out there, Damo and I are still great mates. Because I had a couple great of mates. people say to me, yeah, what mates. happened to you and Damo? So I do want everyone to know that we are still great mates. We haven't yeah, had we any are. sort of yeah. bite or blue or anything of that nah. nature. Damo nah, is still going to be the MT at my wedding, which is going to be fantastic yeah. in about seven weeks' time. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it has been an absolute pleasure, Damo, to uh, to not just you know sort of work with you on the Wellness Guys show, but to become absolute best mates with you over this period. I've enjoyed every minute of it. I love it when we get to catch up in person, which still doesn't happen as often as we'd love it to. Um, but, you know, no doubt at some stage this year there'll be a power Richmond game or, or even just a Richmond game or a power game that we'll get to and uh, and be able to have a quiet little beer and, and celebrate uh, seven or eight years of the wellness guys and uh, come through, Steffi, that's terrible timing. Uh, so... Um, <laughs> So thank you, Damo. It's been an absolute pleasure, mate. I, I couldn't be more grateful to have you as a co-host, but even more particularly as a mate. And and I just want to say massive congratulations to you particularly for the impact you've had on so many people, so many of these people listening, um, who you have often personally but also collectively influenced on their health and wellness journey. Um, you've done an amazing job, mate. No doubt you will continue to do so uh, with 100 Not Out. You will continue to do so with Forage. You'll continue to do so with all of the speaking and public activity you do, the work you do with the Chiropractic Association. You know, there's, there's so much stuff you do behind the scenes and, and so much time you give to so many people that, that doesn't always get recognised. So, you know, just want to publicly acknowledge you for that demo and say thank you for an amazing eight years. Thank you, buddy. Thank you. And uh, I appreciate that so much. And uh, to everybody uh, watching and joining in and listening, um, there's been, I don't know, we're probably pushing 11,000 um, followers on Facebook at the moment. Um, and no, that, was, that was scarily accurate, mate. What's happened to you? And No, but in terms of our listenership, quite clearly, <laughs> um, Facebook doesn't recognise all of our listeners, which is must be nearing the million the million listener mark. But, um, Thank you so much everybody not, for listening to this week's episode of the Wellness Guy Show. We hope you love the new feel. Remember to I'm continue to interact with us and tell us what you thought and, of this uh, and other episodes. Too, uh, Please head to facebook.com forward slash the Wellness Guys and give us a five star rating on iTunes. This is the way that we get to share our message with the world. For more information about Bredo and all that he's up to, please head to drbredhill.com.au and to find out more about me, head to damienchristoff.com. Until we meet again, continue to 
bring wellness into your life and we'll join you next time on the Wellness Guys Show. From the bottom of my heart, thank you everybody for listening to the Wellness Guys Show. It's been an absolute journey and an absolute pleasure over the last eight years. Thanks, Bo. Thanks, everybody. See you later, everyone. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening to this week's episode of The Wellness Guy Show. We hope you love the new feel. Remember to continue to interact with us and tell us what you thought of this and other episodes. Please head to facebook.com forward slash The Wellness Guys and give us a five-star rating on iTunes. This is the way that we get to share our message with the world. For more information about Bredo and all that he's up to, please head to drbredhill.com.au and to find out more about me, head to damienchristoff.com. Until we meet again, continue to bring wellness into your life and we'll join you next time on The Wellness Guy Show. We hope you enjoyed this Wellness Couch podcast. Did you know we've launched a brand new Facebook group where you can chat about any episode you like with a tribe of like-minded people? The group is called The Wellness Couch Tribe and it's an inspirational digital meeting place to connect with like-minded wellness lovers just like you. To locate it and to come join us, simply search for The Wellness Couch Tribe wherever you enjoy Facebook. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.